2: Hello everyone out there, this is Ryan Greco coming at you again with uh, another, uh, uh, just a quick update from uh, Canada Basketball uh, as we went into the media scrum yesterday, Uh, if you haven't heard out by now, Anthony Bennett has now joined the team, which is a a fact that was uh, unknown to us before uh, we began speaking about Canada Basketball, the last uh, TOTCast episode. So, I thought I'd just give everybody a quick update on, uh, Anthony Bennett's status. And actually, uh, he may not be the, uh, the only big name that's going to be showing up eventually on this roster for Canada as they qualify for the Olympics. I had a chance to, uh, take part in the, uh, the media sessions with, uh, head coach Jay Triano of uh, Team Canada. Asked him a few questions about the, uh, uh, about this team's uh, newfound direction now that they've been able to get another NBA talent like uh, Anthony Bennett. Um, as of now, Bennett has uh, gotten the insurance that he's needed. Uh Head Coach Toronto did not go through, uh did not disclose details of which team had signed him at the time. Um, it's most likely that it was the New York Knicks, but it could have also been either the Brooklyn Nets or one other team that he was trying out for at the time. Um, so, I mean, just seeing him there, uh, my own personal opinions on what I saw with him there. I mean. There was no way to really be able to tell how much better he's gotten since the last time we saw him in a Raptors uniform. Uh, there's really no telling you know, what kind of effect and impact he's going to have on this team. But every little bit helps when you've got a guy of that caliber playing on this team. Despite the fact of whether you want to call him a bust or not, he's still leagues above what a lot of the other players there are. And that's just the fact. That's just the reality of it. He still has a chance to get an NBA job. He's still playing in the NBA so to speak, uh, as opposed to what a lot of other players on this team aren't doing. Uh, so uh, we had a chance to talk to uh, head coach Jay Trano, ask him a couple of questions. And uh, here's what he had to say about the whole uh, situation and also uh, uh, going into detail about a few other players that may surprise you to see who might be, uh, who might be joining this team.
3: Uh, well, he was able to, to reach an agreement, I believe, um, and then we could get insurance for him. So, I mean, that's the big issue with a lot of guys is that they, um, they don't have deals. If they don't have a deal, we can't get the insurance. So he was able to do it and wanted to be here, um, showed up right after he uh, got it done. So it's great. It's great to have him back. And he was a big part of our team last summer. Uh, Pan Am Games, he was outstanding. And... Even in the qualifier, he was very good. So it's great to have him back here, another experienced guy.
4: He looks in pretty good shape. It looks like he's slimmed down a little bit. What yeah,
3: impressions? Yeah. The, first thing I saw him this morning after he flew in, I was like, you look great. I mean, and he does. His body uh, composition has changed. Uh, uh, last year, he, he couldn't have practiced like this the whole time, and we had to play him in spurts, and I thought today he was very good. And Ken Birch as well, another... Yep, Ken Birch is yeah, a guy that... Uh, you know, has, had to make a decision whether he's going to uh, uh, play in the in the summer league or play for his country, and he chose to be here. So uh,
4: it's a huge thing for us. You don't have to cut the roster down to a certain amount for the exhibition tournament, do you? No,
3: no, but we will be. We'll we not be taking everybody over to right. over to Europe. But there's for sure. no limit or anything. No limit, no. but you must have a, a smaller number in
5: mind to get down. To yeah,
3: we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna probably travel with twelve, um, and then. Uh, you know, still with, with the the hopes that uh, you know, depending on what happens with Tristan uh, and how he feels after the finals are over, and um,
4: you know, obviously there's a lot of other things in flux. Theoretically, if someone became available end of June, beginning of July, having not gone through training camp and the exhibition, is that something you'd still be comfortable bringing them to Manila, even without, if they
3: if they've been part of our program or part of this camp in the past? Yes, because. Um, you know, we we do have to submit names, and so we, we we can't put everybody's name on it. But if they've been part of our program and there's a chance, then it would be something we would look at, and then we'd have to decide whether it makes sense or not based on timing and the number of exhibition games that we play in the competition. What do you think it says about a guy like Lebron, he always been through to come back this year and be here, yeah. such an active for this? No, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, you know, I was hesitant to call him just because of, the, you know, the stuff that he has had to deal with over the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I think uh, he's been a long-time member of the national team and the Olympics are right in front of us. So, um, you know, this is, a, this is a great opportunity. The Olympics are this summer and we got a chance to go to a tournament and try to qualify for them. He wants to be part of that. Will you see many of the... Manila teams before you get to Oh Mil- yeah, we, we have people out to see? Oh yeah, we've got, we, nice uh, we, uh, we've, got we've, we've already broken down videotapes from all the games at the European Championships last year or any competition they were in last year. Uh, we've got scouts that we'll be following. Uh, just like we're going to Italy to find exhibition games, we're going to send scouts out to find where those other teams that we're going to compete against are playing and try to get as good a scouting report as we can on them. How does RJ hold
5: up with these
3: older guys? Good. It, uh, I think, you know, uh, as as the week went on sometimes the fatigue because he's going up against men but that's part of the development he's got to be able to learn that and i think you know he's had a great camp he's a uh, has he, he fit in he's been able to attack the basket um he's got great skills and it's nice to get him uh, you know in the long line of canadian basketball players that started on the national team at 16 years old you know leo routins and steve nash and kevin pangos uh And he started at 15, turned 16 yesterday. So it's been great to have him in camp and introduce him to what uh, the national team is about.
2: Any other uh, younger players? Uh, You've had a chance to see these guys now for a few days. Anyone else that comes to mind that's uh, either impressed you or someone that's uh, at the very least?
3: All three of the 16-year-old kids, uh, Mache and uh, Simi, outstanding. I mean, they... Held their own. They got to bang up against NBA players. Um, they got to uh, get a feel for what it's like, and they've been they've been fantastic. I've actually been really impressed with the way that they've played, uh, um, and uh, you know they've got a great future, and uh, we're excited about where they are as far as their development right now already. Can you
2: say a few words about the difference between last year and this year. And changes.
3: I thought Sim was really good for us last year. I mean, the Pan Am games, he went in and changed games for us, and uh, he's got the ability to change games. I mean, he, when he's underneath the basket or when he rolls to the basket and gets close to the rim, uh, it becomes very difficult to stop him. So uh, he's, been, uh, he's been good. He just needs to keep playing and keep getting in better shape so that he can stay up with the pace of the game. But uh, we're really pleased with where he is and where he's going.
2: There you have uh, head coach Jay Triano, head coach of the uh, men's uh, Canadian national team. Uh, just speaking a little bit about uh, uh, the availability of Anthony Bennett and how he wound up with the team. Also talking about the possibility of Tristan Thompson joining the team if uh, if he's willing to after a long NBA Finals. We're um, also uh, getting a chance to discuss the fact that they will be having scouts at all of these international competitions that their opponents are going to be playing at. Uh, they've got. Tons of tape on these teams that they're going to be facing in Manila uh, come July. And I mean, so when you really add it up, this just seems like a team that's going to be a little bit more uh, enthusiastic about their opportunities now with a player like Anthony Bennett in the mix and even a possibly Tristan Thompson. And uh, you never know. Who knows who else might show up if if they if they get a chance to see that these guys are willing to come through. You never know if Andrew Nicholson can get his deal to go through, if he's going to be willing to join the team. Uh, same thing can also be said for uh, for Norm Powell, he's in a similar situation in free agency. So I mean, this this roster could look drastically different from what we had seen going into this training camp. Uh, just also want to briefly touch on uh, the progress of R.J. Barrett. Uh, Head coach Jay Triano uh, speaking on that and saying, you know, he's came along as uh, as well as anyone could expect. Um, at just turned 16, if you can believe that. I mean, to have a kid at that level uh, at that such a young age. Uh, you know, and, and it says something else now. I mean, it was one thing with all due respect to Leo Routens and Steve Nash and, and all of these other players that were playing for the men's national team at the time. They weren't playing with NBA-level guys when they were 15, 16, 17 years old on this national team. And you've got a kid like R.J. Barrett who is playing with guys that are currently playing for the Toronto Raptors or for the New York Knicks or have or for the Detroit Pistons uh, just to see him playing along them. But not just him as well. Simi Shatou... And Shea Alexander also being in the mix. Uh, head coach Triano uh, taking, a, you know, speaking on that, saying uh, that he's impressed with how well they've uh, kept along with the senior men's here. So it's it's all a bunch of very exciting things to see. And then finally touching up on Simbular. I mean, Simbular, You know, anyone who was watching the Pan End Games could see just how much of a factor he was in these in those Pan End Games, being able to basically disrupt any shot that was. That was in front of him. I I, I had I'd watched every single one of those games, and I'd get to see a single person make a shot over Simbular. And I think as soon as he continues with his uh, stamina, uh, he may not be a, uh, he may never be an NBA prospect or an NBA talent, but he could certainly help this program for years to come if he can keep his cardio up and keep himself in shape and his body is able to uh, uh, continue to uh, to mature and also uh, continue to stay strong for him. Throughout his 20s, and I think that would be an exciting thing to see for this national team. Uh, last uh, couple, last clip I want to show everybody here is uh, we had an opportunity as well to speak with uh, with Joel Anthony. Uh, he talked a little bit about sharing his wisdom with some of these players. Uh, you know what what it's like to play against the likes of uh, uh, to play against the likes of uh, LeBron James. Something he was able to do earlier this uh, year in the first round of the playoffs of the Detroit Pistons. But also on top of the fact that he was able to play multiple years with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, and all of those guys, and you know some of the uh, wisdom he was able to partake on uh, on a team like this, and just kind of how it feels now to just to be an, an old guy, even though you know he's only been in the league for about eight seasons now. So uh, this is Joel Anthony uh, speaking to the media. <laughs>
4: Gonna say such a young team. It almost makes you
5: feel old around some of these guys. Yeah, uh, d- it definitely does. You know, especially uh, you know, when you look at the high school uh, guys that came down. You know, RJ just turned 16 uh, uh, yesterday, so it's pretty it's pretty amazing how how young, but, but also how talented you know these these young guys are. And uh, seeing them uh, seeing them grow and uh, getting a chance to, uh, uh, to to compete in this camp is, uh, I think, really good for them.
4: With such a young team and a tangible goal, obviously in, in winning the qualifying tournament, um, how much does it help to have, for, for the younger guys? Do you think to have guys like you and Corey who have won a championship at the NBA level and have achieved that kind of success throughout your career?
5: Uh, I, I think it's uh, very valuable, you know, uh, to just uh, having guys that have uh, been able to win uh, before at uh, at a high level, you know, uh, really at the highest level and. Uh, just passing on those uh, those experiences, that uh, that mindset, those tendencies, and things like that. Uh, you, you know, you, you just want to uh, try to have some of that stuff or rub off on them, and you know, have them pick up uh, those same habits. But uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's definitely a group effort, and you know, as uh, as the vets, you know, like in, in camp right now. Uh, we, we just want to continue to help them build, you know, help them build and get better, you know, for the uh, for the final goal uh, in uh, I Feel like being a guy who was out of the program and back in it as an old kind of leader with this group. Were surprised to be back in the mix again right now. Uh, a little bit. I was, uh, you know, I, I, honestly, I, I felt uh, it was it was going to be time for me to, you know, just just let the young guys really really go, but. Um, you know, I, I definitely understand. You know, I've talked to Jay you know, throughout the year, and uh, having bets is something that's that's you know, regardless of where your program's at, has always been important. And uh, you know, in some ways, I, I regretted not uh, not being able to help out uh, a bit you know, with, with the results um, last year. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be uh, here in camp right now, uh, working with the guys. Um, you even, even though you know it's just been uh, a couple of years but uh, I've been in this program a long time so its uh, it's actually been good for me to you know finally you know for the first time in my career get uh, a couple of summers off um, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy uh, you know to, to, to be back over working with the guys and you know feels like uh, it feels like home feels like family
4: Have have been watching the finals at all.
5: Yeah, I've been uh, paying attention to, uh, to to some of the games so a lot more than uh, than before this year actually so it's been uh, it's been good uh, you know I've been uh, turned turning into a bit, bit more of a fan while we're watching right now so that that's a little different but uh you know I've been uh, been, been enjoying the games it's been uh competitive spirited you know just uh, Good uh, good, uh, high level playoff basketball.
4: Competitive and spirited off the floor as well. You played with LeBron. It seems like whatever he does, no matter how good he is, they, there are people that want to criticize him at first opportunity they get. You've been able to put a finger on over the years why people seem to love to beat on him. Well, it's because of who
5: he is. You know, he has the, the biggest microscope. You know, on him. So you know, it doesn't matter what he does, whether it's big or small. You know, people, uh, you know, want to want to be able to talk about uh, everything, whether it's you know what shoes he wears, what tweet he makes, what you know, what play he makes on the court. You know, it it doesn't matter. Like the, the focus has always been on him. Uh, because of you know, how, how good of a player he, he is. You know? So he, he commands that type of attention, not just on the court from you know, the coaching staff that has the game plan against him, but you know, from media and uh, fans alike. So uh, that, that, that's just a result of you know, what happens when uh, <laughs> much you're, 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 you're that, uh, that, that good of a player at that stature.
2: uh, Has any of the younger guys on the team uh, picked your brain at all about what it's like to be either playing with LeBron or playing against him on a regular basis and the kind of habits that he's had? uh, Has there, there been any of that that's ever affected you through your career when you've had the chance to play with him?
5: Uh, I, not, not not as much uh, talking with the guys here. You know, I, I, I'm honestly just just getting to know uh, a lot of them. You know, it's really really young freshman faces out here, so uh, I'm not, not as uh, not as much in terms of those conversations. But uh, I just, you know, there, there, there are some random conversations here and there about uh, how how things were, uh, you know, in those days. You know, a lot of those. You know, like, all those guys were in high school when, uh, when uh, I was playing some of those games. So, um, you know, it's definitely fresh uh, for, for some of them. But, uh, you know, when, when most of that stuff, honestly, is when when I'm with my teams in, you know, like in Detroit. You know, like, like those, those young guys are the ones that always ask me, you know, about that stuff. Because, you know, we're all in the league and everyone wants to know, you know, about, uh, you know, a player uh, like Bron.
2: And there we have uh, Joel Anthony, one of the uh, the old heads of this team, if you will, <laughs> um, speaking about um, uh, the process it took for him to get back into this team. Um, uh, you know, talking to some of uh, his former teammates uh, in the NBA about uh, what it's like to play both uh, with and against uh, LeBron James. Um, just getting to know some of the younger players on this uh, team and this program. And uh, I don't I don't see any downside whatsoever to bringing a guy like Joel Anthony back into the mix and uh, uh, more or less showing these kids how it's done <laughs> uh, I mean you don't you don't last eight years in the NBA uh, for no reason uh, he's he's managed to find a way uh, to stay relevant at the highest and, and most uh, talented league in the world and I think he's got plenty of information to show on to these uh, these players so you know he's he was able to uh, take some time and, and share some of that knowledge with us and you um, I, I think the final verdict on this team really is uh, there is no real final verdict yet uh, you know there's a, still an opportunity that Tristan Thompson could be back in the mix and if you've got a, a lineup that consists of Corey Joseph, uh, Tristan Thompson Anthony Bennett uh, Joel Anthony uh, uh, Melvin Medjian and uh, you know the list goes on and on of uh, is Brady Heslip as well uh, you know one of the best dead eye Canadian shooters uh, we've ever seen period uh, having uh, that kind of lineup, I think, still gives us a puncher's chance to come out on top in this tournament. Much to Chris's point in the, in the previous episode of the TOT Cast, uh, we don't know who France and Turkey are going to be bringing because those are going to be the two big teams we have got to be watching out for in this Olympic qualifying tournament. We have to be able to beat at least one of those teams to qualify for the real Olympics. And I think if we're able to qualify for the real Olympics, there's going to be uh, a lot of different, uh, a lot more, a lot more. Faces that are going to be showing up, and even also Andrew Nicholson, who don't know if he's going to be showing up in the mix either. So it's going to be a very exciting month to see uh, how the team progresses and uh, who might uh, join up on the team if they get their deal signed. And uh, just be sure to uh, not miss us any second of it because this is some of the best basketball you're going to see in the entire summer. Uh, so, with that in mind, uh, my name is Ryan Greco, and you can always reach me on Twitter at Ryan Greco416. You can reach the show at Tip of the Tower. Uh, if you have any thoughts or comments, be sure to like the Facebook page, rate us on iTunes, five stars. Five stars, that's all we're asking. Just just click that one button and just uh, leave us a review as well. It, uh, we always like to hear your thoughts and feedback. So, once again, I'm Ryan Greco and uh, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the TOT Cast, and uh, we'll see you next time.